This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few moments, Susie Wall will join us to talk about all things shopping, online versus in-store, pop-ups, tradition versus trendy, the whole range of topics. And of course, we'll open up our phone lines for your calls too. And we'll keep those phone lines wide open in our second hour today as well. We will be joined by Janice Stahl from the Butterball Hotline with tips and tricks for getting that Christmas turkey dinner just right. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Even though we think owning a home is still important, most Canadians are not particularly confident in the current real estate market, according to a new poll released this week by the real estate website Zucasa. Vancouver reporter Joanna Conley dove into their numbers and says overall the survey found only 37% said they're confident in today's housing market. The proportion was higher among long-term homeowners and drops to 45% among short-term homeowners and just 16% among current renters. As to the notion that it's better to pay into a mortgage than pay rent, most disagreed with this idea, even homeowners. 36% of renters agreed with the statement that paying rent is a waste of money and less than half of homeowners agreed. 71% of us think the federal government should do more to improve housing affordability. That breaks down as 64% of homeowners and 81% of renters. And finally, almost a third of renters say that rising interest rates makes them feel buying a home is simply out of reach. Toyota is recalling nearly 145,000 SUVs and pickups worldwide to fix airbag and brake problems, and that does include Canada. The first recall covers about 96,000 Toyota Land Cruisers and Lexus LX570 SUVs, models from 2008 right through to the new ones, the 19s. Toyota says a seat belt a seatbelt tension sensor can malfunction and deactivate the passenger's airbags, increasing the injury risk. The company is developing a fix and will notify owners by mid-February. Now, the other recall affects about 47,000 Tacoma pickups from 2018 and this year as well. A brake master cylinder seal can become damaged and leak brake fluid, reducing front brake performance and increasing stopping distances. Dealers will replace the master cylinder. Owners will be notified in late January. Toyota wouldn't say if either problem has caused any crashes or injuries. Say, if you plan to visit someone in a healthcare facility in the coming days and months, be prepared to wear a face mask if you haven't had a flu shot. Keeping your face covered is now the rule of Fraser Health, staying on side with the provincial government, which now requires face masks for those not vaccinated against influenza, and that's for visitors and health workers alike. In an email, Fraser Health confirmed this week it's taking the same action as Vancouver Coastal in recommending face masks for those who have not been vaccinated. With flu season well underway and children, seniors, and people with compromised immune systems most at risks, the masks are seen as a way of curbing the spread of the flu. The policy will be in place from now until the end of March. Now, don't let that throw you off your plan to spend a little time cheering up someone who can't be home for Christmas, just be ready to put on a mask when you do, if you haven't had your flu shot. 
Anyone headed into the North Shore backcountry this weekend needs to be prepared for a heightened risk of avalanches. Avalanche Canada issued a warning yesterday and blames a dry November followed by a huge dump of snow at higher elevations. And they say, quote, this new snow is not bonding well to the old surface that formed during the drought. Close quote. The warning covers the South Coast region. That's us. The North Shore Mountains included. The Alpine area is a high danger rating forecast for the this entire weekend below the tree line the risk is listed as considerable alpine areas near squamish are where the danger will be highest after all this rain in the valleys backcountry users are going to want to hit the alpine but that's where the danger is the greatest anyone who goes into the mountains needs to be carrying essential rescue gear including a transceiver probe and shovel and know how to use it. Avalanche Canada says the front face of Mount Seymour and the Howe Sound Crest Trail are areas with sections where the elevation and terrain make them an extremely difficult risk. Those are some of the week's top consumer stories. We'll look at a lot more as the show goes along, but coming right up, we'll head just north of those North Shore Mountains to Whistler and talk shopping with one of Canada's top style experts and influencers, Susie Wall, joins us to take your calls and we'll have some shopping fun right here on Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Welcome back to the show this cloudy Saturday afternoon. I'm Sterling Fox, and uh, uh, joining us from Worcester right now is Chatelaine's West Coast Style Editor for City TV. We see her all the time on Breakfast Television. A pleasure to welcome Susie Wall to Vancouver Consumer. Hi, Susie. Hey, Sterling. I've never done an interview like this in my ski boots, in my one piece. <laughs> oh, is that right? Well, well, a pleased to be a part of a, a first in your life, Susie. Good of you to join uh, us this afternoon. Yeah, it, it, great to be with you. So, now, do, have you been up pounding out a few runs, or are you on your way out the door after we chat? We have. No, no. We've we've had a great day on the mountain. Beautiful conditions up here at, at Whistler Blackcomb. So, it's been a great day, and I was one of the first people on the new gondola, which was pretty phenomenal. So, the, I'm actually in a stock room at the, at the rendezvous. I'm literally... Um, in the back room at one of the stores. So it's very appropriate as I stare at a bunch of clothing and retail boxes that we talk about holiday well, shopping. Well, there you are, surrounded by merchandise, a, a perfect Absolutely. environment for this conversation. So how is the Black Home <laughs> Gondola, by the way? You know what? It was fantastic. It was so fast. My girls and I arrived at the line. We were, of course, at the very back, and I thought, oh, my gosh, you guys were in this for the long haul. Right. And as soon as they rung the bell... And a couple of speeches later, and a DJ was there, we popped into the gondola. It was so unbelievably quick. So I, I'm a fan. Excellent. Okay, well, let's talk shopping now. It's December 15th. The big day is 10 days away. People like me who haven't even thought about starting yet are, well, kind of moving in that direction. I know people who finish their Christmas shopping in July. Uh, those impossibly organized people will probably mm -hmm. enjoy this conversation, but they won't need it as much as the rest of us, yours <laughs> truly included. And by the way, let me just refer our listeners to, uh, they can follow you uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Style, or they can do what I've done this afternoon and pull up your website, which is suzywall.com. Uh, in terms of uh, fashion uh, and, and uh, shopping, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's tough. Uh, if you know the size of the person you're shopping for, Susie, mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. half a chance of getting something at least that will fit. But if you don't and you want to buy something, a clothing, apparel of some kind mm -hmm. for a person, mm -hmm. is that a mistake <laughs> right out of the box? Well, you know, I'd say sizeless is, is great. And when it comes to that, I always say handbags, right? So if it's a last-minute gift for her, 
Um, you don't have to stress over whether, you know, of, of any offense intended. If you, if you buy a size too large or a size too small, handbags are always a great last-minute gift item. And, of course, the gift card um, and those options are so ubiquitous right now. Like, I can go to Safeway and get you a gift card to Earl's. Yes. Or, you know, uh, Starbucks or La Senza or Mark's Work Warehouse. Like, it's really phenomenal. Think about it. 10, 15 years ago. Can you imagine being able to go to a grocery store and actually do all of your Christmas card shopping if you are so intended to or inclined towards gift card shopping? I mean, mm. to me, that is so easy. But as we also know, that's a bajillion dollar industry in unclaimed uh, purchasing habits, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think I, I rode the, the gondola with a family from San Diego and they had bought their entire uh, their their kit, their ski gear, everything except the boots, all entirely online. Really? So I think that, you know, the move towards digital is no longer just a move. I mean, it's a planet that we already live on. And, and I think it really is also a reflection in consumers' confidence around sort of mobile retail spending as well as various payment applications. Sure. A few years ago, we were always, you know, we were very, very hesitant, reticent towards those types of, of risks. You know, I buy purchases on my phone all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a brave new world, right? Well, you know, a lot of people sort of combine the two. They'll go to a store, have a look at something they perhaps spotted in the window, yeah. and go in, you know, try it on, find the right size, check the yeah. price, and then go home, pull up the store's website, and buy it online, and probably save more than a few bucks in the process. This used to drive retailers completely bats, uh, but now they seem to have found a way to accommodate those people who are going to try stuff on and... Uh, and look at things, but aren't necessarily going to purchase. Well, exactly, and it is such a competitive culture, right? So, so exactly, where does the where does that retailer cannibalize themselves versus precisely what you said, which is going online and finding the best buy? So, um, I think that that is just what we now call par for the course, mm-hmm. right? It is it is such a competitive landscape. Shoppers are savvy, but at the same time, as shoppers. We have never been more taxed in terms of stress and um, time consumption. So it's, you know, we're busy, we're on the fly, we're trying to get so much done. Life is such a hectic pace, but we're trying to jam so much into these last couple of weeks. So, and then that comes into play, the Amazon argument, right? And everybody doing, you know, Amazon purchases, everything is online. But then we turn on the news or we read our Twitter feed and we see front porch stuff. Yes. And then doesn't that defeat the entire purpose of the convenience of online shopping and having it shipped to your door? Then there's the added new risk of opening the front door, arriving home, and the product is gone within a couple of minutes of it being dropped off. And what's more, what's even more aggravating, Susie, is you can now have an app with that camera thing on your front door. So when somebody rings your doorbell or drops something off, immediately it feeds your phone the pictures of, so you can actually be sitting somewhere not at home and watch yourself being ripped off as somebody steals your stuff from your porch. (laughs) Or the three-year-old or whatever it was out of the U.S., a couple of days ago that's right the parent barking orders out of the window i mean i think that was perhaps uh the lowest that we have reached and i think yeah you know what all of this is in the name of convenience right and and how convenient is that now we're arming ourselves to arm ourselves i was watching home alone with the girls the other night and i thought you know somebody needs to get a little bit creative and put you know put the net on the front porch and scoop them up (laughs) that's right 
<laughs> but it's unbelievable. Like, what do you have to do now? You know, put a spike belt in your driveway to make sure that you don't get ripped off. There is a new concept that Amazon has come up with. Have you heard of these lockers? Oh, yes. Yes. And they have them uh, at all, They have them in banks and all sorts of places. Yeah, I know that they're, I think that they've partnered with 7-Eleven uh, via Amazon.ca. But, you know, if you look them up, uh, for example, I live on the west side of Vancouver. If you look them up, the closest ones are uh, Surrey and there are a few in New Westminster. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's convenient. Yeah, so right. I shop online and then I have it shipped to a locker and then I'm driving to somewhere where I don't live right. to pick it up. So how about you just get in the car and go to the store? How yeah. about that? Well, I th- <laughs> you know, it's, it's a nice idea, but until they get a little more local, you might as well just go to the store. Wanted to get back to gift cards for just a quick second. We're going to open up the phone. Let's just, Andrew and Ben, let's open up the phone lines right now, guys, because it's Susie Wall, for crying out loud, and people are going to call up and, and have uh, questions and comments and all sorts of stuff. If you want to jump in, here's the number, 604-280-9898. Again, 604-280-9898. Gift cards are, um, as you mentioned already, they're extremely convenient and practical. They work for a lot of people in your life, but you know, they're not terribly personal in terms of something that you've gone out of your way to to find I mean, because as you say you can go get them at Safeway no problem there used to be a problem Susie with expiry on gift cards and mm-hmm. if you didn't spend them within a certain mm-hmm. amount of time then they mm-hmm. started charging back uh, interest to themselves for the privilege mm-hmm. of allowing you to walk around with their card or put it in a drawer mm-hmm. and forget about it is mm-hmm. that has that problem been resolved or is there still a diminishing value associated with at least some gift cards? I would say that retailers have absolutely uh, pivoted in that area to speak to exactly what you have just encapsulated. And they have made so many of these companies are now uh, no expiry date. But what happens too, how many times have I gone to the to a spa or phone to spa? I've got this gift card. Oh, spa's out of business. Right. So as much as I love the idea of supporting local retailers all day long, absolutely, there is that risk involved that that gift card, even if it doesn't come with an expiration date, you know, perhaps the company itself does. Uh, so I always recommend, you know, you know, stick to the bigger brands that you know are going to be around for the long haul, hopefully, um, just in terms of um, having that confidence, right, in consumer spending. And, and you're absolutely right, Sterling, you know, gift card concept, while practical, um, it really does uh, take the hunting for the perfect treasure, the personalization, if you will, out of finding that perfect product or that perfect thing. But you know what? At the end of the day, what's it all about? Is is the holiday season really all about the perfect gift? You know, you go to any school concert and the message is certainly not, you know, a Starbucks gift card. Right. So at the end of the day, I understand the concept of wanting things to be convenient and as easy as possible. And I'm all for it as a busy working mom. Um, and with that does come uh, a bit of a compromise in terms of personalization. No, no question. OK. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about pop ups, too, because, of course, at this time of year, all mm-hmm. sorts of them and, and they, you know, they'll pop up for mm-hmm. a weekend, a week, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, a month. I mean, it, it's very inconsistent mm-hmm. in terms of of uh, of, of these uh, retail uh, mm-hmm. experiments. I call them experiments, even though, of course, many of them are highly organized by mm-hmm. retailers with a lot of experience who are just trying a new approach. What can you tell us about pop-ups in terms, especially Susie, of things to watch out for? 
I'm a huge fan of the pop-up, and I think that a lot of brands that are really D2C or direct-to-consumer that ship only online and, and really only have an online database, it's a great way for them to set up a temporary brick-and-mortar without getting in too deep on commitment in terms of renting and sure. spaces. And, and for, you know, $1,500 for three or four days, they can move their inventory in. And I think it's also a great way uh, for landlords to, you know, almost like an Airbnb concept, sure. right, to make a little bit of extra money over the holidays. Uh, I was in a pop-up just the other day. There's a great boutique in Vancouver called Mish. The girls are friends of mine. I looked online. I saw on Instagram, come to our holiday winter shop. And, and I stopped online on that post. There were the hours, the location, and I went. I supported the local business, and they were in there for three days, and, and nobody is, you know, you know, no harm, no foul. I mean, I thought it was fantastic, and it's, it's a great way for these local retailers to line their pockets. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes at the end of the year when they can really go for the deep dive. So sure. I think it's amazing. What about returns? Uh, um, we have uh, always the problem of, well, I got the size wrong again uh, and that kind of thing. So well, if you purchase something at a pop-up, uh, mm-hmm. w- would the return policy be the same mm-hmm. as if you'd purchase it online from that retailer? I, you know, I think it's a case-by-case basis. Okay. But at most pop-ups, from my experience, it's final sale. Okay. You know, especially if it's only, you know, one, two, three days. Now, if they're a longer pop-up traditionally, say a month long, or a lot of retailers come in and they like it and they end up staying even past what they had originally let their uh, consumers know about. So I think that it's a really, it's what we would call a point of purchase question, right? You have to find out at the till what your own rights are, but that's a high risk thing, right? If you buy something, you don't like it, you change your mind. Um, consignment shopping is a great you know, way to save at this time of year, but most of those stores are final sale. I would say almost all of them in the lower mainland. Right. So I think it's just buyer beware. You know, I think that pop-ups often too are something that retailers do in a last-ditch effort. So if the company is going under, okay, well, in those last few days, let's have a pop-up, let's move our inventory, and then we're gone. So, you know, and with that, on the consumer side, you're going to save dollars. So it's a win-win for both, but it's also a risk in terms of return. Right. And of course, the other option you have, especially if you got a heck of a deal in the first place and it just mm-hmm. isn't the right size, you can always donate it to one of the thrift stores and to help out a hospital or another worthy cause around town. They'll be happy to take them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so many fantastic uh, places, you know, places like Dress for Success in Vancouver mm-hmm. and, you know, even retail consignment like Turnabout Resale. They've got six locations throughout the lower mainland. If you take your product to them to consign, they will say to you, of any of these items that you've brought to me, if we don't want to sell them, are you OK with us donating them? You know, women in need, W-I-N. And sure. you say yes, and then on it goes. So you're not taking, you're not doing two stops. You're not going onwards to the Salvation Army. In you go, you're consigning half that pile and the other half goes to donations. So I think that that is a win-win as well, especially at this time of year when much needed coats and blankets and ski gear, all of that stuff, you know, big Gore-Tex jackets. Those can move into the donation um, um, vortex as well, which is great. Excellent stuff. Susie, let me take a quick break for the news. Phone lines are open, 604-280-9898 if you want to jump in. And lots more time with Susie Wall after the news. And welcome back to the program. Sterling Fox joined from Worcester on the line by Susie Wall. And we're talking, well, shopping. And and with props, one of the best people in the province to talk about shopping on the 15th of December. Uh, SusieWall.com, by the way, is the website. You can also follow her at Susie Wall Style on both Twitter 
and Instagram. One-stop shopping, Susie. You talked, we had a little chat during the break, and Susie mentioned that she did most of her shopping in one place this year. How savvy of you. Where did you go? (laughs) You know what? I went to Indigo because I find that for gift-giving, especially at the last minute, we were talking earlier in the program about this lack of personalization, but for me, going to a proudly Canadian store like that parking, grabbing my Starbucks, walking over and finding something for the whole family that are that is highly personalized. So I found there just beyond more than just books, you know, I found the faux fur water bottle and the big faux fur blanket and cookbooks and a lot of analog ideas this year, too. Right. You know, Monopoly for my kids and, uh, you know, games and this idea of getting back to less screen time. But if you are looking for things in the tech-savvy department, there are lots of things like iPhone cases and the like. Right. But I found that, for me, that is the perfect one-stop shop. So, I, You know, I was doing a little homework last night, just trying desperately to be able to keep up with you in our conversation today. <laughs> and I found, uh, to my surprise, board games are back. They're enjoying a tremendous—you mentioned Monopoly there a few minutes ago. Uh, and it's about screen time. And more right. importantly, Susie, it's about family time. It's not four people sitting around a table mm-hmm. looking at their phones. It's four mm-hmm. people playing a game and having fun together. Right. The new low point is texting each other uh, from within the same house. I know. You know really? Really? <laughs> Has it come to that? Is that where we're at, Sterling? I don't I know. I hope that- not. Well, and then also when it's in terms of when it comes to that, I noticed the Monopoly I picked up was called Monopoly for Cheaters. I'm like, oh, we really are in 2018. <laughs> but yeah, I you know I think that being able to go somewhere and get, you know, the bulk of your shopping done, if it fits for the people for whom you're shopping, then great. You know, like I said earlier, times are, you know, stressful and, and, and time is finite and we want to be able to go to one place and find something for everybody on the list. So, but in terms of, you know, we were talking earlier about kids and what to buy. I'd say the hottest, the winner of the year in the kid department for people out there who are still wondering, or maybe grandparents or extended family for little kids, at least I can speak for girls on this one. Unicorns reigned supreme this year. So did slime. I have slime all over my household to prove that it was a hot seller this year. Uh-huh. Um, is, uh, is it really as awful to clean up as it sounds like? Well, it can be absolutely horrendous, but it obviously depends on the ingredients. But yes, we definitely, the homemade slime we were cranking out was definitely not the kind that came out of my couch, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, and, and water bottles and everything about active lifestyles on the go, you know, Swell has dominated in this category. Very design-savvy brand. The Beaker water bottle. You know, anything around the concept, especially, you know, if, if you're in the adult category, looking for, you know, active, healthy lifestyles, essential oils, athleisure wear, workout wear, the Nutribullet, you know, whatever it might be that promotes us getting into the new year and turning over a new leaf. We always say new year, new you, right? Sure, yeah. Well, you know what? It's important that you mention the extended family because a lot of times you end up shopping for nieces and nephews, for example. Mm-hmm. You don't have any children of your own or maybe yours are all grown up and moved away mm-hmm. and they're not, you don't have anybody in your life to worry about in a big way this Christmas, but there are those nieces and nephews and you want to make sure that you make them smile. So, gosh, what are they into these days? And, and a water bottle, a classic example, not terrible 
horribly expensive, and if you find the right one, kind of cool. Well, don't you be so sure. You know, you can pay upwards of $40 for a really well-made water bottle. Yeah, so, I heard that. Yeah. You know, not exactly cheap and cheerful. I mean, you can go to London Drugs and find one for nine ninety nine, but but at the same time, yes, with these gourmet editions, shall we say, that are, like I said, very design-savvy and award-winning, they can be in that sort of 39 to $40 range. So that is a pretty special gift, right? And in terms of actual books and reading and getting back to the basics, I think that I always advise people, especially extended family, get a list of titles that they're interested in and then say, okay, I'll surprise you with one or two of those, right? right? So kids are blowing through books so quickly these days. I always say, I can't keep on top of what my girls are reading and how quickly they're consuming it. So I always like to get a specific list so that we don't buy anything, that everything's fresh under the tree, right? So right. that they're, they're real, there are surprises, but we're also getting the children something that they have not yet read. And same for adults as well. How old are your girls, Susie? They're 9 and 12, and they're going crazy for a super puff from Aritzia. Oh. That's ah. the hot thing in my house right now, especially the 12-year-old. They're also all about the mini backpack and the velvet scrunchie, in case you're wondering. What is this? That's a very 80s reference. Uh, yeah, I know what a scrunchie is. I was there in the <laughs> 80s, big time. But what's, what's uh, what was the first thing? Something puff? Super puff. What's that? The super puff. Okay, so just the extra puffy, puffy jacket. Sort of oh, okay. Michelin Man-style puffy jacket got it okay uh, that is the hot that is the hot i mean i remember looking at, at, at photographs of princess diana in the 90s in austria wearing a super puff and thinking that is the coolest thing i'd ever been i've ever seen but mm-hmm. you know what what's old is new again right so those are hot again the brighter the bigger the better all right and of course there's just never uh, and there's even a store back again this year at the corner of mm-hmm. granville and georgia right down not much of a store it's kind of a pop-up tent thing mm-hmm. but they have the ugly christmas sweater uh, location back again right in the right. heart of downtown and they just seem to be well if anything uglier than ever before and now i see guys wearing really grotesquely ugly suits you know you know the kind i mean with the the bright blue and the holiday santas and like they like don cherry from head to toe and i mean they're have they're having a great time minus the wide wide collar shirt but you know what i mean just extremely loud but fun christmas suits that you will only get away with wearing over the next 10 days you know what it's a time for you know everybody to kind of just kick back and not take themselves too seriously, right? So if you want to go a little Christmas with the cranks, then go for it. I always start celebrating and getting ready, not celebrating, but really, you know, decorating and getting organized. Once we've observed Remembrance Day, sure. um, and after that is, is has been observed and we've moved forward, then I say, you know what, life is dark and stressful. Let's celebrate. Why not? I am not the person to start trimming the tree on December 24th. Right. You know, I... I say, let's have some fun with it. So if I see somebody wearing an ugly Christmas sweater, I must confess I do not own one, but uh, <laughs> nor will I ever. But if they want to do that, then fill your boots. I think it's great. You know what? It, it's galvanizing. And if it makes somebody smile when they're walking past you downtown, then good on them. Yeah, I don't, the other really, I don't sorry, own I one either, other, but they make me laugh. They make me well, laugh. I thought you'd at least have a Christmas tie, no? Um, right. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Moving on, okay. The other thing I love, and I see a lot here up at Whistler today, is the onesie. Oh. You know what a onesie is, right? You're hip to all the lingo. I, I, like I'm with you, Sterling. Susie. I'm, I'm cruising with you here, kid. So the onesie, I mean, for kids, uh, that's a huge, huge seller. And there are a lot of stores, I think Arden or Ardeen, Ardeen or whatever. That, that, that Arden, right, yes. There's a lot of them, right. great store. Um, but onesies for kids and adults. 
seem to be everywhere and seem to be super hot. And again, it's tongue-in-cheek, it's fun, but they're cozy, they're practical, off you go. Right. And and uh, w- we talked about uh, some of the, the hot stuff for kids. Uh, what about big kids in terms of trends? And you talked about the, uh, those items from Maurizia, for example, that your girls are going bonkers over, particularly mm-hmm. the 12-year-old. What about mm-hmm. older girls? What's what's super hot and trendy for young women and, and well, just younger women, period? Well, I think that the... Uh, the best thing about this time of year, we're talking so much about social media and this play towards digital, is there's so many phenomenal gift guides out there. And I think that using your phone or using your laptop and tapping into some of those, you know, Goop or Oprah's favorite things, or, you know, there's so many top 10 lists uh, in the gifts for her department right. that I always encourage whoever you're, you know, wh- whoever's looking, whoever you're buying for, um, to tap into. So get online and Google things like top gift picks for her. I mean, obviously, it depends on budget. But like I was saying, I'd say uh, in terms of my friends and the people in my life um, and, and what they're looking for, I would always say that anything that's promoting that kind of healthy, active lifestyle, you know, I got, you know, goggle covers for my niece. They've got these cute little covers that you'll see out in a lot of ski stores right now with little avocados all over them and, you know, funny little, you know, motifs or the water bottle, as I'd mentioned, Mm -hmm. or something to do with getting out, getting outside or self-care. I mean, that has been the buzz phrase for 2018, no question. So, you know, maybe it's a diffuser. Sage Aromatherapy is a fantastic uh, BC-born brand. And if you wander into any of their shops, they're all over the Lower Mainland, you can get some phenomenal little essential oil kits. And a diffuser is a very gender-neutral gift for anybody, something calming. You pop in a few drops of essential oil, some water, plug it in, and away you go. I even have one in my car that plugs into my USB port. Wow. So those are always great ideas for guys and girls. You know, if you're unsure of the scent for guys, you know, things that are sort of pine-scented or eucalyptus or, you know, these sort of balsam and fir or sage and cedar. There's so many fantastic combinations that are not necessarily floral or or too girly, let's say. Right. But that's a great gift idea. And not terribly Um, expensive either, right? No, you can find, you know, um, fantastic little, you know, a little bottle of um, of aromatherapy oil, or you can get it in and out of there for something, you know, a headache roll-on that you put on the temples of your head if you're feeling stressed, you know, for, I don't know, I don't want to say the exact prices, but under $20, sure, you yeah. know, some great little stocking stuffer or secret Santa ideas. But I think that this idea of self-care uh, for men and women and the teen market as well is really cool, just sort of taking a break, unplugging, uh, you know, you know, burning a nice oil, going for a walk, whatever it might be. Um, and you can wander into a lot of the, um, the workout places around town and find some really cool product, you know, like the bar method and Legree and, you know, ride and all these places around town, spin facilities and, and Pilates studios that also sell product. So if you're looking for some cool little zip-up jacket or some, you know, they sell those socks these days for women that love to do bar classes with the little uh, stickies on the bottom so that you don't slide. You right. like those toddler socks that they sell at the that's, Gap. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they sell right. those for adults now, too. That's funny, um, isn't it? Or if you're looking towards summer or spring, you know, uh, you can get something like Native, you know, those great water shoes in iconic silhouettes. Those are something if somebody's going away 
um, throughout the holidays or towards spring break. Another great purchase. And there's so many little great gift stores in Vancouver. You know, Walrus in, in Camby Village. South Granville's got some great stuff. You Main bet. Street, Gastown. We have so many wonderful neighborhoods loaded with locally owned shops. Now, you talked about workout places. Go to a workout place and see what, the, you know, what people are wearing and all that kind of stuff. Now, were you to consider getting someone a membership and maybe a yoga thing or, or some kind of gym? You that's that's kind of you get into a bit of a risky category there too because the person had better be the kind of individual that's actually going to use this or they're going to look mm-hmm. at you like what are you trying to tell me something here? Absolutely, yeah, that one. I don't know. You're on your own there. <laughs> I had a feeling I might be. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I think that maybe a gift card to that emporium. Give it a try. Or why yoga. Exactly. So they could go in, maybe buy a few classes or buy an item, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of these places have retail associated with them. So you don't have to commit to a class. You could use it to buy a mat or to buy a cute little branded T-shirt. So I would say do that. Uh, a standard gift card opposed to uh, classes, unless you're sure of that person's pattern. But a lot of people buy by the year, right? So that might not be necessary. Right. So, but so. if you are going to try uh, just an experimental, well, why don't you take a run of this? Maybe, maybe an introductory package where you can go for three or four. So you're not exactly. making a lifelong or even year long commitment. This may last a couple of weeks or not. So Absolutely. it's it's you're not tying anybody up and making them feel bad if they're not particularly interested in it. Right, or guess what? They'll re-gift it. I mean, let's <laughs> I talk about so. the re-gift, Let's right? do that. So I think that that is a category in and of itself. I mean, wasn't it Seinfeld that really coined the expression re-gift yes. uh, from so long ago? And I think that, you know, look, that happens as well, right? I mean, I mean, especially with things like wine and champagne around this time of year. It's like, yeah, thanks, and then you throw a ribbon on it. All right, kids, everybody over there. So I think that it is a category that is strong and that will always live on no matter what. But, you know, it's really funny, speaking of regifting, because it just came out a couple of days ago that the president of the United States is a regifter and he's not very good at it because he keeps keeps giving people gifts back that they gave to him. His son, Don Jr., gave him a gift a couple of years ago and got it back last year because dad forgot who gave it to him in the first place. You got to be a little a little better organized than that, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah, well, I mean, look who we're dealing with, really. I mean, come on. But, but I'm using him I, as, as a kind of an extreme example. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's extreme is an understatement. You know, but speaking of, of uh, presidents, I, I do want you, after this call, Sterling, to download Little Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber. And in the, the refrain, he says, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum, and my kids and I all yell, Barack Obama, and I swear to you, it sounds exactly like he is saying Barack Obama. Is that right? Little nugget of knowledge well, for there you, you go. Well, now you've got Give a task. A ben and I, will we'll get on it right away here. That's my gift to you. Well, thanks very much. <laughs> I, I was hoping to get something. <laughs> thanks for this, Susie. We appreciate your taking some time out of a busy day at Whistler to, uh, to join us and talk about shopping on the 15th of December, a very timely visit. We appreciate it a great deal. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. You as well. So nice to be with you, Sterling. SusieWall.com is the website, or you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Susie Wall Style. Our thanks to Susie Wall. And we're back after this. 
And once again, our thanks to Susie Wall for a fun, fast-paced visit. Coming right up after the news in our second hour, Janice Stahl from the Butterball Hotline will join us. We did this at Thanksgiving and had a lot of fun. It took a lot of calls, too, about how to get that turkey dinner just right. Time now for Duly Noted. And this time, our producer, Ben Dooley, has a holiday scam warning. Thanks, Sterling. Police are warning the public to be particularly vigilant during the holiday season because scam artists tend to prey on people during a time of year where emotions can run high. Here's Corporal Jennifer Clark with the Nova Scotia RCMP. Something that uh, people may have heard of is the holiday heartstring type scam where people pretend to be a grandchild who's in need of something or need of help or a long lost relative who needs help and uh, asking for monetary help and things like that. The holiday season brings a surge in spending too. In December 2016, Canadians spent $5.1 billion on food and beverages alone, according to Statistics Canada. Business experts say that the increase in spending also comes with a higher probability that people will pay less attention to where their money is going and how. Here's Peter Morehouse, the director of the Better Business Bureau Atlantic Region. One of the reasons why uh, there's an increased prevalence of scams around the holiday season is uh, we all know how busy we are. There's just a million things going on this time of year, and that's uh, what makes us in part uh, vulnerable to scams because uh, we do things before we think twice. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thanks, Ben. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before the news. The top 20 global concert tours of 2018 list ranking artists by average box office gross per city is out, even though the year isn't quite over yet. The list is from Polestar, with data from concert promoters and venue managers, and Taylor Swift tops it with a gross of just over $8.3 million. Jay-Z and Beyonce are second with over $6.5 million, followed by Ed Sheeran at $5.8. Then we have U2 at just under $5 million, and Drake rounds out the top fives, rather with his take of well over $4.1 million. Rounding out the top ten, Bruno Mars, the Eagles, for crying out loud, the Eagles, Britney Spears. Here's Billy Joel and Elton John. My gosh, classic rock lives. Uh, the uh, top 10 concert acts. Oh, and number 12 on that list is Springsteen on Broadway. And the boss is closing that run out this weekend. So tickets for tonight and tomorrow night's final shows of Bruce Springsteen on Broadway will cost you at least 20000 bucks a seat. Grouse Mountain Sliding Zone is officially open for the winter season. The two-lane hill is a perfect place to grab the sled and enjoy some winter fun. The hill is located west of the skating pond at the chalet level. Sliders are recommended to wear proper winter gear. Well, yeah. Sleds must be rented for 5 bucks. Season-long rental access is available for 10 per person or 25 for a family. And no outside sleds are permitted. So while you're up there, be sure to enjoy Grouse Mountain's peak of Christmas activities, featuring an 8,000 square foot outdoor ice skating pond, Santa's workshop, the magical light tunnel, and the list does go on and on. All the rain we've had is actually snow on our local mountains. Skiing is still limited. The rain, by the way, we had pretty much in the last week 
uh, the same amount of rain we typically get in the entire month of December. The good news is a lot of that is snow on top of the mountains, including Greifs. So there you go. The sliding zone is open. And that is our first hour and some more of the top consumer stories we're following this week. We'll look at some more next hour. But coming right up, get your turkey cooking questions ready for the nice lady from the Butterball Hotline as Janice Stahl will join us to take your calls about the big dinner and how to get it right. That's after the news on NW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.